This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. On the COVID report today, we are joined by head chef and owner of Studio 411 Eat Out, Tepo Picheng, to share with us what this has been like. Thank you so much, Tepo, for joining us on the COVID report. And firstly, you are a private chef and have your own eatery. Please take us through the nature of your business or day-to-day operations prior to the lockdown. We are Studio 411. We actually, yes, it's a private chef catering company. So what we do, we mostly cater to corporate companies. Uh, That's what we've been doing since we actually opened. Uh, We started running. So we started running Studio 411 since 2017. So we actually just made sure that we build up like a client base, which is a good client base when it came to clients, uh, which is corporates from the production companies to the government companies to private owned companies. And we are basically known about the good food that we prep for, for all the corporates. And that's our headline when it comes to food and uh, beverage. Now, Tepo, please take us through your client services and how the lockdown affected your business and your clients. All right. Uh, before COVID hit, uh, we were working very, very well. Uh, I think every, almost every day. So we would work like five days during the week to almost four days during the week, depending what kind of an event that we actually are plugging into or we are actually catering for. Uh, what we would basically do is probably do a meeting for example, South African tourism, which is one of our clients, or we, sh- we would do like a Friday chilling session where we need to be catering for them for around about 150 people to almost 200 people that actually work at the company and invitees that they've actually invited. So when it comes to COVID coming in and knocking in our doors, it actually made us not to be able to do what we actually do best, which is doing big gatherings, which is catering for these corporate companies now the corporate companies, uh, they, uh, their people are working from home. It's hard for them to even say, you know what, uh, we're trying to do something here. Can we actually have some good food from, from your side? So it made it way, way too difficult for us to be going on on a daily basis. And looking at even the cancellations that we had, there's a lot of cancellations because post-COVID, uh when we were about to work on another project with still SA tourism they called me on a sunday to say Sapo, you know what the president has announced a certain way of doing this and uh unfortunately we cannot go through with the event that we planned for you to actually do and it was it it, it, it hit hot like on the heart itself i bled And it was like, wow, what is this COVID thing coming up with? And looking at all the corporates that I work with, like when the president announced on that Sunday, I tell you, uh, everyone for me just said, guy, I think right now we need to wait, see how this thing is going to affect our lives and how is it going to affect businesses. And businesses just closed, just like that. And you sitting at home and 
not doing what you do best, you thinking of what is next. And we now in five months, going six months, it's been tough. We can only imagine. Now with the event planning and staffing as a leg within your business, have you been servicing, how have you been servicing clients during the lockdown in this particular ramp? And, or have you even been servicing them? Uh, there's only one client that I serviced, uh, which uh, is used to be Diso Black Star Group, but now they actually are called uh, Arena Holdings. Uh, they wanted me to do, it was for a meeting for Miss S, Miss, Mrs. South Africa. So because they know the quality and how, how I actually treat food and how, 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 how I make sure that hygiene is the most uh, thing that we look at in our company. They called me to do that for them, which when you think about it was only for 10 people, which it was possible for them to do that. And when you looked at the room that they booked for that day, it was a conference room, a conference room that would sit probably 100 to almost 150 people. So that was easier for us to actually cater for them on that day. And when you think of the meetings then that uh, companies would probably come up with, I don't think they were going to be able to actually hold up like a meeting that says you need to come and cater for us and make sure that everything happens for us. I think most, most of the companies now they need a bigger space for them to actually do all these things. If they need, if they need uh, like catering to happen or you need a place that's probably outside where there's like a sun just hitting us so that you know that you're more safer than if you are inside the a venue. So that's, that was the only one that I did. But since then, I've never done anything with corporate. And now that events are allowed to resume during level two, are you planning to go back to work? And how do you plan to revive your business? Right now, level two, yes, events are opened. Still, they are opened for a number that is probably low which is the numbers that, because the numbers that we mostly did was more than 50, right? So now is to conform on to the norm of you probably your max that you need to focus on is 50. That's now what we need to conform onto. And then in terms of planning, so how you become different is uh, what kind of service are you servicing and how the event would be looking like or how you actually plate your food and stuff. I think now the competition is going to be there because it's, more, it's now lesser people compared to more people. Because before, if it's more people, that everyone just comes and then they actually dish up whatever that they need. But right now with 50 people, for you as a caterer or for you as a head chef for a catering company, you need to come up with probably something that's exquisite that would actually attract a client to say you know what yes i can actually do this for only 50 people and i think it's going to be an experience because when you take experience you 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 you, you make sure that people will remember you as a corporate so that's where us chefs or head chefs or catering companies we need to come into 
and mostly push best quality ever so that they don't forget you. So that's how I look at it right now. And are there any changes to your pricing due to the effects of the lockdown? Also, please take us through any damages that you might have incurred during the lockdown, such as damage to merchandise or food. Change of price. Uh, I can't say I've changed my prices, eh? but in the marketing world, pricing is the most important thing, right? Uh, the way I would price before I think I would still come back and probably price the same amount, depending what the client needs. Uh, if I say there's a discount, possibilities, my discount there would be around about 10%. But I would still use the same prices because the quality of the food that I actually do and that we actually do as Studio 411 Eat Out, it's like amazing. It's basically whatever that you pay for, it's for that and sometimes clients will say nah this is not a price that we're paying for this food this is impossible you know but i would not temper with my pricing right now depending on what a client needs and as for as for as for as for as for things like losing out on stock uh one thing about us uh, we don't keep anything in our fridges so anything that we actually like stock up, it's fresh. Like we, if we say we're working today, uh, by either early morning today, it will be done or by either late evening, late afternoon, that's when we'll actually stock up. So I didn't have anything that had to rot. I didn't have like stock sitting in the fridge. That's one thing that I don't play because I, I'm one person that believes in like something that's fresh, something that's not long time frozen, like something that is just cut now and then you just do it and you get it out of the, of the way. That's how we work. Now you also have a supper drop off service where your clients can order one to three days supply of supper. Have your clients been consistent with placing these orders during the lockdown, seeing that many people were cash strapped due to retrenchments, salary cuts, and what inspired this idea? The inspiration of the idea has been there for some time, even before lockdown. Yeah, before lockdown. Because the plan was by the month of March, April, there's a new part of business that we actually going to introduce, which was that, the supper drop-offs, which we call it the ready-to-eat meals, right? So when now COVID came through, and obviously I was set to start this thing end of March, April. So I said, you know what, go on and actually start it. And that's what I did. Yes, uh, clients were eager. Remember, there was no takeaways. We're eager first time to order. Orders would come in because people, I would say, they would like to be spoiled. They would like to buy something and then just relax at home and do whatever that they want to do, unlike being on the stoves like us, right? So people were eager to order like most of the time. And then obviously as the levels actually just reopened, now you could see like there's a drop in that. 
So as the job actually happens, and we actually are doing all these things from our studio itself. So now there was a question in my head to say, okay, these are actually dropping right now. And people are mostly now going yes to the takeaway stores, which is retail. And when I sat down and I calculated everything and I looked at the market, how the markets actually work, the best thing for us is actually to actually challenge and go retail with ready to eat uh, meals. So now that's what we are planning to do. And that's where like we've already identified the shop. Where is it going to be? Is it the right target market? Yes, it's the right target market. Who most of the people were actually ordering from us, we knew which actually areas were those, which is the target market that we actually need. So now we, we're saying we're going to that space where we're going to have all those ready to eat uh, meals like set up and ready to be bought. And you just come into the store, you grab your meals and then you go. And we actually just going to have even extra things in that shop. So that's where now we are shifting into so that we could survive in right now the COVID and secondly, into the drop off, the drop off, uh, the drop off meals that we're doing. Now, you have mentioned you have quite a variety of clients, from corporate companies to media and production companies. How did you establish your client base, and how do you ensure that you stay relevant, especially during COVID nineteen, and keep your existing clients? All right. Uh, how I actually won my clients it's easy it's the marketing tools that we have you need to prospect first things first right and how you prospect you definitely need to obviously check who's the client what are they all about what do they do and these are the things that they do and after that you go to the next step again to say okay fine how am i enticing you you know, and the way I entice clients is so different. It's me actually doing the hottest, nice meals and saying, you know what, here are the meals, taste them, tell me what you actually want, like, or what you, what, 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 what you feel about them. And that's something that I do. That's how I win clients. That's how I go out and prospect and gain clients into Studio 411. So that's the first answer where I would say prospecting is the most important thing as a, as a business to do. How do you stay relevant? Never keep quiet that we have so many things right now. Social media is here to, 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 to amplify our businesses. Make sure that you are on social media. Make sure that people can, see, can still see that you are there and make sure that you still post about what you actually do as a company. That's how you stay relevant. And when people see that this company is still actually in, is still existing, that's where they say, okay, fine. When we reopen, these are the people that we'll never actually even forget. They're still not down and out. They actually are still there to, 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 to service us if need be. Right. And um, how are we going to stay in this COVID life and uh, be still relevant? 
the plan is still cater for corporate companies, right? Secondly is the shop when it opens around about end of September during the month of October. That's something that's going to actually give, give us like a live stream to say our brand is still out there. And the way we'll be actually pushing the marketing around it, I think that's how we're going to be surviving COVID. And we're not going to be drowning anytime soon. Plans are just being made and we're making sure that the plans are actually being executed. Now, part of your mission is to create opportunities to bridge the gap in current needs. Please inform our listeners on how exactly you achieve this. All right. Uh, opportunities are always there. And if there's an opportunity that's just opened somewhere there, uh, this is another, I could say, advantage for someone to be employed out here because when you look at what happened in the industry, people are now out of work. So if we jump into opportunities, and opportunities are always there, we just need to, 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 to I could say, open our eyes try to see what's beneath that mountain. And if you do that, that opportunity is not only for you, for your kids or your family only, it's actually for someone else that's sitting out there wanting to be part of you and wanting to, 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 to make a living. And this is how the economy actually would actually work because if you keep on employing and I find opportunities, yes, I find them for myself, my family and for my guys. And when, when I do that, one thing that's going to happen is it's going to open up an opportunity for someone who's out there, who needs a job, who's supposed to be employed. And that's how basically employment grows. And that's how the economy grows too, because there's money that's being spent and there's money that's being uh, circling around and which is what we need as an economy of South Africa. So that's how I actually like look at these things. I, I don't, I don't, I don't give up. Yes. Sometimes it's hard to get where you say you need to be, but if you put your effort, if you put your mind onto it, it's bound to happen. It's going to come through. Are there any changes that you have made to your business operations as a response to the effects of the pandemic? And do you plan on keeping these changes? There's no much changes that I've done. Uh, I still have my, 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 my employees, like all of them. Uh, I still made sure that I pay them uh, because I feel that your employees are the ones that may the company to be there. I am not Studio 411. We are Studio 411, including them. So I didn't make so much of changes in terms of uh, cutting staff or anything. They still are there. I still pay them. It's fine. I know we'll get it right. Uh, secondly, changes in terms of the operational part. It's still the same. I didn't change it. The good thing about us, as I said, we actually would stock up what we need. 
we don't keep anything in our fridges. Like we don't freeze things, wait for someone to actually say, we're ordering this, no. We actually are people that actually use fresh stuff all the time and make sure that clients are served the freshest uh, 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 meats and vegetables ever. So the only changes is just the add-on that I made, which is the ready-to-eat meals. And for me, I see a great future around it. Uh, it's going to be a competitive life and I'm not afraid of competition. Marketing is my field, which I used to work in, and I, I would still know how to actually navigate around that. So yeah, I haven't done any changes. Everything is still the same except adding on an opportunity for other avenues and for probably employing more people. That's what I've done. And that was Tepo Pijang, head chef and owner of Studio 411 Eat Out, sharing with us how he has survived this pandemic and how his restaurant is doing now. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. Or streams via www.varfm.co.za.